know what time it is, the clock's not wrong All blown up on ringscoops.com We bring a unique take on the world of pro wrestling It's evident, no debate, we're better than we ever been We do it like no other podcast can We're the best, get hit with the suplex, man So don't get it twisted like a sharpshooter Yo, here we go, here we go Brainbuster, piledriver, moonsault, tombstone Superman punch to the dome Wrestling fans all around the world and coast to coast, welcome to another episode of All Blown Up right here on ringscoops.com. I am your host, that Ringscoops guy. Today is Tuesday, April 28th, 2020, recording this at 2.04 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just want to let that, let that be known in case anything uh, happens after this recording that, you know, is different. Uh, just get, get a little timestamp there. Uh, this week on uh, on the show, I uh, kind of want to talk a little bit about some of the uh, hot topics in professional wrestling going on this past week. Some uh, some newsworthy items, some controversial discussions been going on on social media, and a whole lot more. So without further ado, I'm going to just jump right into it, not waste any time. When I woke up this morning, I saw an interesting tweet from one Jim Cornette. That's right, Jim Cornette. Um, always a uh, a topic. That people are, are very, uh, uh, there's no one in the middle on Jim Cornette. There's always, you, you hate him or you love him. Uh, I personally, I love Jim Cornette. I think he's uh, he's a funny dude. He's a great storyteller. He's got a vast knowledge of the, the world of professional wrestling and its history and, and the dynamics and all that kind of stuff. And I respect a lot of the things that he's done in the business. Um, I, I may not agree with everything that he says but i do agree with a majority of the things that he has to say uh this morning i saw this tweet here somebody i guess had uh tweeted to joey ryan which of course brought jim Cornette into the mix right joey ryan uh retweeted a video of vader wrestling some uh some jabroni and the caption said vader doesn't give a fuck and Joey Ryan retweeted it because I guess Vader, you know, he was in the corner doing the, you know, his usual Vader, you know, slaps and, and punches and, you know, uh, eardrum shots and, and, and whatnot. And Joey Ryan uh, tweeted, uh, quote, give me Kenny Omega making his enhancement talent look credible and a uh, threat over Vader taking liberties on a guy just trying to get a job. Thankful that the bully culture in wrestling has declined and that we're evolving past it. End quote. Well, that prompted one James E. Cornette to tweet this. Quote, morning thoughts on Dick Boy. One, a grown man using the term bully culture is a pussy. Two, he better be glad wrestling's changed or his ass wouldn't be allowed in it. Three, there is evolving and devolving. Four, Joey Ryan is an insufferable whiny douche and needs his pussy powdered. End quote. That's from Jim Cornette. So I want to kind of give my thoughts on this uh, because it's a very hot topic in the world of professional wrestling with, uh, with a lot of fans chiming in. I think there's some workers that chimed in as well. Um I, I'm I'm with Cornette on this one. Uh, I think Joy Joy Ryan needs to shut the fuck up. Um, I've talked to uh, plenty of people that have worked with Joy Ryan, people that have trained with Joy Ryan, 
And I've also talked with people that have have actually trained Joey Ryan. I've worked shows with Joey Ryan. I've called uh, many of his matches uh, over, over the years. I don't like this guy. I really don't. Um, I think he is a whiny little ba- uh, bastard. He's a douche. He's a pussy. He, he's stupid. This whole dick thing is, is just beyond fucking retarded. Uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I really don't. Um, and I know there's a lot of people out there that, that don't like me because, uh, because I don't like Joey Ryan and, and that's fine. Uh, we don't have to get along. I don't have to like you. You don't have to like me. I have a right just like you and everyone else out there to like and dislike what I like and dislike. You have that same right. I have that same right. If you don't like th- the fact that I have an opinion, you can fuck off. Just like if uh, if I don't like the the idea that you have an opinion, um, you know I could fuck off, right? Or you could fuck off. We can all fuck off. Who gives a shit? Joy Ryan's a piece of shit, in my opinion. Really is. And like I said, I've talked to people that have trained him. I I asked, I asked one time. I said, hey man, what do, what do you think of this whole dick thing? What do you think of uh, the gimmick that uh, that Joy Ryan's got right now? And what I was told was that if that person had seen a guy like Joey Ryan when they got into the business that they would have never wanted to become a professional wrestler. And with the success rate, with how many people that that person has trained that have made it in mainstream professional wrestling, whether it be over in Japan or here in the States, WWE, WCW, ECW, AEW, just the past 30, 40 years, if that person would have saw somebody like Joey Ryan back then, Back in the late 70s, early 80s, and they would have never became a professional wrestler, I think the business would have been hindered considering the amount of talent and some of the names that that person has trained and developed over the years. And that's saying something if that person says they wouldn't want to be in the business. So, Joy Ryan, you can fuck off and kiss my crippled ass, you piece of shit. So that's my thoughts on that. Jim Cornette and Joey Ryan. I know I turned a lot of people off already. Don't give a fuck. You don't have to listen to my show. Just like I don't need you to listen to my show. I, I want I want to be around like-minded people. We don't have to argue. We don't have to fight. We don't, you know what I mean? It's I'm too old for that shit. If you and I were on the same page with a lot of things, that's cool, man. You know, we don't have to always be eye-to-eye. There could be things that we, we disagree on and still be friends. And we can still uh, co-mingle. We can still enjoy professional wrestling together. That's fine. That's cool, man. Anyway, moving on. Because fuck Joey Ryan. And all hail James E. Cornette. Uh, Apollo Cruz. Um, well, actually, set for next week's Monday Night Raw, which will be the Money in the Bank Go Home Show, which Money in the Bank is here already. It, it blows my mind that it's here already. But then again, it's been roughly a, a month since WrestleMania. Anyway, next week on Raw, the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits, will take on the Viking Raiders. And uh, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander will take on Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink with MVP in their corner. And WWE announced that Apollo Crews will be out of the Money in the Bank ladder match after suffering a knee injury on Monday Night Raw. And uh, those that watched Monday Night Raw last night, you guys saw that Jinder Mahal, former WWE champion, which they really drove home, that he was a former WWE champion, which makes it interesting. He'll be returning. uh, He did return to, to Monday Night Raw. 
And uh, the reason why I say interesting is because um, Drew McIntyre is the WWE champion right now. Jinder Mahal is a former WWE champion. They were both in 3MB. One's a face, one's a heel. And it seems like we're we're getting some fresh faces and some fresh talent and matchups and feuds that we've never seen before in the WWE right now, especially on Monday Night Raw. And I think that they could be building Jinder Mahal up to go up against Drew McIntyre. And what a story that would be, ladies and gentlemen. Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. I would not oppose that. I would love to see that. I enjoyed Jinder Mahal's run as the WWE Champion. Uh, I'm a very strange bird when it comes to things that I enjoy and like in professional wrestling. I thought Jinder Mahal was a very classic heel. He did a great job, in my opinion, of drawing heat. He knows how to work in the ring. He's got a phenomenal look. He can talk on the mic. His act, as much as I I don't like the whole you know overuse of um, of of the concept of Edward Said's Orientalism in professional wrestling, which look it up, ladies and gentlemen, it is a real thing. Despite people trying to say it's not, uh, a couple of years ago when I first argued it, it is a real thing. If you educate yourself, you'll know Edward Said. It's spelt like said S A I D. Edward Said Orientalism. Look it up. It's exactly what goes on in the world of professional wrestling. But I digress on this whole thing with Jinder Mahal. As as much as I don't like that about him and his character, it is a character that gets over. It's a character that gets heat. It's a character that um, I, I, I enjoy for the most part. I think it's a good act, especially when he had the Singh brothers with him. I think this time around, if he were to bring in some more heavy hitters to be around him, Maybe take AOP and put them with put them with Jinder Mahal. I think you would have one hell of a group. I think you would have a force to be reckoned with. And Jinder, I think if he does go up against Drew McIntyre, I think he should capture the championship right off the bat. Uh, normally, I I don't like the whole you win the title, you have like one defense and then you lose it. But I think it would make sense because. Traditionally, it's better when a heel has the champion and the face chases the heel. And Jinder Mahal is such a strong heel. And and, and usually second title runs are, are, are a lot better than the first ones. I've had uh, several discussions with my friend Mac about that, and he brings that up uh, quite a bit. And it's true. The second title run usually is better than the first one. The first one is just to kind of establish the person as a, as a champion. And Jinder Mahal had a really good run in the first time that he had the belt. The second time he has it will be even stronger. Just like Drew McIntyre. When he chases after it, if Jinder beats him for the belt and chases after it, by the time he gets it, maybe around SummerSlam time, then Drew McIntyre will definitely be in the upper echelon. And of course, both guys will have two title runs. And you've got two new guys on the top of the WWE mountain. Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre, guys that you would never think in your in the wildest dreams, and 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 not, and you know and and for for not for good or bad reason like that, but these guys can go, they can work, and it's it, I'm glad that they're getting a chance, they're getting an opportunity. It reminds me of 2004 when they gave uh, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero 
you know, they gave them the the confidence to to run with it, right? And Drew McIntyre's run kind of reminds me of like the Eddie Guerrero run in a way, because when Eddie got it, I know a lot of people were upset that JBL beat him for the belt, but just think about that though, right? Eddie Guerrero's title run wasn't bad. He had a really good run, albeit short, a lot shorter than uh, Chris Benoit's, you know, maybe a little over, you know, half the length, right? But JBL was a, a heel that came in and got so much heat. It, it was a good act. It was a good change of pace for the for for Bradshaw to become JBL. And it was just a, a unbelievably amazing character, especially at the time. It was new. He was a new face. You know what I mean? He was a heel, but he was, you know, a new face, right? Um in the in the top. And he just ran with it. And I think that uh, guys like Jinder Mahal and, uh, and Drew McIntyre, I think, are, are the modern day, as far as that kind of stuff goes, as a, a Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. And as far as in-ring ability goes, neither of those guys can touch those two guys. Uh, I'll, I'll have to put that out there because, you know, God forbid, 2020, you don't put a disclaimer on something. But, um, yeah, man, Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre, I, I would love to see those guys uh you know, run at each other for a little bit. Oh, okay. That that covers that right there. I honestly wasn't even going to really talk about that. That wasn't even on, on my agenda. That wasn't on my format. I was just going to talk about Apollo Crews being out of Money in the Bank. But next week is uh, going to be the go-home episodes for Money in the Bank. I think next week's uh, all blown up. I'll dedicate to giving my predictions to Money in the Bank. And, of course, if there's any big things going on in the world of professional wrestling. I know there's today there's there's a big news item going around, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. It's just a, a rumor at this point uh, involving Kane Velasquez. But I don't want to cover it because it hasn't been confirmed. It's just reportedly, reportedly, or allegedly. It's, it's not confirmed. So I, I'd rather, I'd, I'd much rather not go after it right now. But, uh, you know, if things develop the next week, yeah, maybe I'll talk about it next week. Uh, Luke Gallows and Zack Ryder are both busy filing trademarks this week. Luke Gallows filed a trademark for the name Sex Ferguson, which was a character that he developed, uh, you know, doing the, the podcast and whatnot. Uh, and Zack Ryder filed trademarks for both the Internet Champion and Always, with a Z, Always Ready. Kind of like that. Luke Gallows filing a trademark for, for uh, Sex Ferguson, which I believe in uh, Southpaw, I think they called him Tex Ferguson, right? Uh, Zack Ryder filing for Internet Champion, phenomenal, because that way you, you can use that belt and the name anywhere you go. Always Ready. Sounds like a really cool catchphrase, especially with the Z, because it's Zack Ryder, right? I want to see Zack Ryder bring back the uh, Long Island uh, Z story or whatever it was called. Um, that was uh, that was a fun little YouTube show, and it kind of helped bring WWE into the social media age because they stole a lot of his ideas. Uh, let's just put that out there. Zack Ryder was very instrumental in the WWE embracing social media. Of course, he was the fall guy for it because uh, he got to stop. He had to stop doing what he loved doing, and it really hurt his career. But that's all right. That's all right. Hey, I got a question for everybody out there. Um, how come nobody's giving a shit about AEW saying that they're going to return to live broadcasts every other week? 
Uh, when WWE said they were going to do it, everybody gave them crap. But AEW is going to do it, and I no one's batting an eye. I put a tweet out there just to kind of test the waters with it, see if anybody re- would reply. And there was a lot of people liking and retweeting it, but nobody saying anything. Uh, and then I saw what a lot of other people on Twitter were talking about it, and they were praising it, saying, well, it's a good thing that AEW is going to be you know, providing content for us. WWE's providing content, too. But, I mean, God forbid, you know, just because it's the WWE, because it's Vince McMahon, because it's the top, right? It's got, oh, that's a cool thing to do to fucking hate the WWE. Oh, my God. I'm so radical because I'm anti-establishment. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's just it's so fucking old, man. You know? Just because it's fucking WWE, it's the, the popular thing to do right now is to fucking hate them and all that kind of crap. You know, um, when when the state of Florida said WWE was an essential business and they can continue doing the broadcast and everybody jumped you know, all over them on that crap. And then AEW said they're going to start doing stuff. And they're like, oh, my God, AEW's going to. Oh, that's great news. They're essential. They can do stuff. They can entertain us. Oh, my God. And then I saw people like complaining. Oh, well, you know, uh, you know, uh, AEW is uh, doing the smart thing. And people are like, well, you know, if it wasn't for WWE doing what they did to become essential, which I I don't think professional wrestling is essential. I'm going to get that right out there right now. But they played the game the way it was designed, okay? They didn't break any rules or anything like that. They, the, there's a system in place, there's a game, there's there's rules, and they abided by it. They played the game within the boundaries, and they fucking won. How can you be upset over that? And because of that... AEW is essential now as well, right? Now there, there's marks out there like, well, you know, a, uh, WWE, you know, they had to pay to become essential. Well, guess what? If they didn't do that, then your precious little fucking all elite wussy wrestling fucking piece of shit wouldn't fucking be able to go live every other fucking week. Now, would they? No, they wouldn't. WWE fucking got them that spot. They got them that fucking opportunity. Jesus Christ, man. Do people not fucking think about that shit anymore? It pisses me off when I see that. Fucking morons. Nobody gives a fuck about AEW going live every other week. They praise it. But they bash the WWE for being able to fucking do it. It's stupid. Fucking hypocrites. All right. Moving on. It's got just a couple, couple more things to talk about here. Uh, mainly, mainly two things. Um, the uh, ad council announced several new board members to the board of directors. And one of them was Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon tweeted out the following quote, honored to be joining the ad council board of directors and serve alongside an incredible group of business leaders who endeavor to serve the American public with meaningful campaigns around important social causes End quote. I think that's kind of cool, man. Um, you know, just don't abuse your power, Steph. Uh, but congratulations on that. I hope it works out for you. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's cool. That's, that's a good feat right there. You know, it's a, it's a good accomplishment. That's something that you should be very proud of. Uh, you know, serving on the board of directors for the ad council. So that's all I got to say about that. Moving on. Uh, Gerald Briscoe tweeted out a rumor killer. That he was released, which isn't the case. 
WWE Hall of Famer Jared Briscoe, who's been associated with the company since 1984, took to Twitter to comment on his current status after word made the rounds that he had been released. And here's Gerald Briscoe's quote. Tweet. I mean, uh, tweet. Quote. Oh, man. Who's on first? Who? Doctor Who? Who? You. You. No, who? You. Quote. What a writer made a mistake to set things right. I have not been let go, yet I've been placed on furlough. Don't know who leaked the wrong news. I hope to get back to helping young folks find their dream. If not, it had been a heck of a run. End quote. As uh, previously noted on PWInsider.com, upward to 40% of the company were placed on furlough. Internally, WWE hopes to bring these employees back by July. So there you go. Gerald Briscoe was not released from his contract. Gerald Briscoe was furloughed, and he hopes to come back. So whoever's spreading rumors like that shit, like, one, fuck you. And second... <laughs> Joe Briscoe cleaned up uh, that little rumor mill right there, didn't he? Yes, he did. All right. I'm out of topics to talk about, to be honest. Um, and and it's yeah, actually, you know what? Let me qu- uh, quickly talk about this just a little bit. Uh, some of the stuff that that been kind of going on uh, that I've been uh, interested in and in, in, in doing. Uh, for the month of April, I've been uh, taking part in this uh, Sketchamania 30-day challenge where, you know, every day there's a topic and you, you draw a little sketch based off that topic. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. Today's, you know, obviously April 28th, so it's the 28th day. I've been having a lot of fun doing it. Um, a couple weeks ago, I ordered some uh, colored markers so I can actually color things in. When I first started doing it, I was just doing just pencil. Uh, and then I would ink it in, and maybe after, like, the fifth drawing in, I started doing my inking. And then I was like, I need to color this in, so I got some colored uh, markers. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not that great of an artist when it comes to, like, drawing realistic things, like realistic people and faces and all that kind of stuff. So after I tried doing a Bobby Heenan <laughs> drawing, I decided, you know what, man, I'm going to go right back to just doing the caricature, the over-the-top, cartoonish, just, you know, outrageous-looking uh, stuff and having a little bit more fun with it, too, throwing a little inside jokes into it. And uh, I've been having more fun doing that. Uh, but, yeah, I've been doing, you know, just actual physical media. <clears throat> I draw it out in pencil first, and then I ink it, and then I color it in. Um, today, I ordered an Apple pencil to go with my iPad. It should be here on Thursday, the 30th. So I don't know. The 30th, the topic is free space, which you can just do whatever you want. I don't know if I should still, for that challenge, if I should just continue doing what I've been doing. Or for the very last one, for free reign, if I should go digital and do my drawing on the iPad. Or maybe both. But I do plan on taking all of these sketches that I've done in the last 30 days and uh, scanning them up onto the iPad and then digitizing them. Going, you know, tracing over on them with the Apple Pencil, coloring them in, all that kind of stuff. Just to make them look a lot more crisp, uh, a lot better and whatnot. And then I'll probably put those up actually on ringscoops.com itself, the blog, so you can see them all collectively together in one one spot instead of having to go through, you know, 30 different Instagram posts or 30 different Facebook posts or, you know, trying to find uh, 30 specific tweets in the middle of a lot of my bullshit rambling that I do on Twitter. Yeah, man. So that's... One thing I've been doing, been interested in. Um, last night I was kind of bored, so I was going through some of the WWE games. Like I've played the Super Card game; it's fun. 
and I found uh, there's a game called WWE Mayhem that came out a while back, and I got it on the iPad. I started playing it. I, I love the art style. I love the graphics. The controls are real easy. It just seems like a real fun game. It's free. You actually do matches and whatnot. There's different things you can unlock. Um, obviously, there's you know microtransactions. I, I'm not going to get you know into that. I, I don't I don't do the whole microtransaction stuff. Um, but it's it seems like a very fun game. So if there's anybody out there that you know has a uh, a device that can handle like a higher end kind of mobile game, and if you haven't played it, WWE Mayhem uh, sounds uh, sounds like a really cool name for a game too, right? WWE Mayhem. I, I just love it. But anyway, I, I played it a little bit last night, a little bit more this morning. Um, I'm having a blast with it so far. Uh, I would highly recommend it. Well, that reminds me. Uh, yesterday, 2K announced uh, WWE Battlegrounds coming out this fall. And it kind of has similar art style to the Mayhem game. And I, I believe, it's not confirmed, they didn't say anything if it was going to be mobile or if it was going to be for consoles. But I assumed it's going to be for consoles. But it looked really cool. Any game that you could take a wrestler and you could throw into the mouth of an alligator sounds really cool to me. And it was three or four days before they announced that, I had tweeted out there saying, you know, I really wish that we can kind of go back to doing like an over-the-top, outlandish, cartoon, arcade-style wrestling game instead of the realistic simulation that we've had with the 2K series over the last decade, uh, decade and a half. And, of course, WWE... I mean, uh, 2K, it sounds like they're going to give us just that. So, as you can imagine, that makes me very happy. And I don't know what's going on with my recording app right now. I don't know if it cut me off there or not, but anyway, kind of froze for a split second. It's just acting really weird lately. But, um, yeah, so Battlegrounds comes out this fall. I'm looking forward to it. Um so a lot of people just immediately trashing it. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, maybe visually, if it's not appealing to you, that's fine. But people are saying that the game is trash, like they've played it before. So I mean, come on. So many people wanted to see an All Stars remake. This is probably the closest that we're going to get to it, based off of, you know, what we can take from the thirty second trailer that they popped out. And uh, I don't, don't want to sound like you know beating the dead horse on the ground, but I'm looking forward to it. It should be interesting. All right, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up for this episode of All Blown Up right here on ringscoops.com, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this on Anchor, that's cool. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support. Anchor.fm slash ringscoops. I might even put this episode up on YouTube. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it, may, <laughs> it, it may get restricted because of the language used, right? So maybe not. Anyway, anchor.fm slash ringscoops. Instagram, Twitter, at Ringscoops, Facebook.com slash Ringscoops, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ringscoops. We got some great new merchandise up right now. You guys can go ahead and check that out as well. Ringscoops.com, the, the blog, it's got all the connection to everything on there. Uh, everything Ringscoops related is on Ringscoops.com. And uh, Twitch.tv slash Ringscoopsguy. Check out, uh, we got some some, some Jam stuff coming out. Uh, there's a new Slamma Jam Women's Championship Tournament that I did over the weekend. That's up on YouTube right now, so you guys can check that out. It was really good, fun match between uh, Wonder Woman and Rey from Star Wars. Uh, that was a really good, solid, fun CAW match. Um, had a blast uh, broadcasting that one out. So check that out, ladies and gentlemen. So that's it 
for all blown up. Uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm that Ring Scoops guy saying thank you, good night, and be cool.